Good day, listeners. We present to you our podcast, Wounded Hearts, Wounded Churches. We discuss a variety of topics that are important to the church. Examples include sexual abuse, all types of addictions, religious abuse, and recovery. This platform provides counseling sessions, meaningful question and answer, and a counseling continuum. Our co-hosts include Ms. Lolita, Personnel Director, Mrs. Tennille, our Technical Director. We have an impressive array of program contributors. And I'm your host. My name is Prince, founder of Antioch Youth Center, 5013C program, licensed counselor, now retired. So join in. It's exciting podcast, Wounded Hearts, Wounded Churches, and be a part of the healing process. Friends, you know, we discuss an array of topics here, and I want to be clear. Those that come on the podcast, we don't always agree with what they're saying, but we do want to give them a chance to discuss these different topics that have been so precarious within the Church of God. So we are a platform of discussion. We're not a church not a Bible study, just discussion to try to uh, maintain three things, reconciliation, healing within the church of God. So some of our topics are sensitive and allow, please, if you would, give some listener sensitivity and also discretion. But make no mistake, we've been around about a year and a half now, a little more, and our main focus is to utilize three things to support three areas forgiveness, healing, reconciliation within the church of God. So join us in being ministers of reconciliation. Friends, we get questions coming in quite often, and we do thank God for that. And I want to answer them from 618 during that week. We want to answer the questions. If you're kind enough to send them in, we want to make sure we give them appropriate attention. The first question was, what happens if children feel hopeless or feel bullied and they feel suicidal? Well, number one, I would tell someone, uh, let someone know and keep them talking about it. As many of you know, I've been counseling, I'm retired now for 30 plus years, and I had a chance to do a stint with suicide prevention early in my career. And every suicide discussion, you take that serious. It's a serious issue, so let someone know about it. Before I retired, if someone told me that, I was legally bound to let the officials know about that because once they make the decision, they cannot uh, bring it back. Second question, I hope it's okay to ask questions. Yes, it is. You can't ask, but please do it today. We want you to do that. So, friends, we got a special guest tonight. We, Our original guest was supposed to be here, Tori Flowers. He could make it, his schedule changed to the last minute. Sorry, he couldn't make it, but we thank God for Pastor Brown here. Yeah, he was available, and I thank God he was. Give him a good hand for being here tonight. We thank Pastor Brown for being here. <laughs> Glad he's here. That's now, right. Pastor Brown is from Wynn, Arkansas. Uh, he's minister in Church of God for years and years and years. He has an extensive outreach there in Africa. He can be heard different platforms around the country, and he's up to the thousands uh, in his outreach in Africa there. I want to discuss young people tonight, how to reach them or re-reach them, 
But Pastor, how can we contact you about your work there in Africa? What's up? And how can you be heard on the genres of the different platforms you're on? Yes, sir. Uh, my phone number is 870-494-5638. And we are live preaching. Our saints come to church daily. We average over, well, we average 3,000 in the congregation every Sunday. Wow. And then daily we average over 1,200. So I'm live preaching on Facebook like Larry Brown. We're in Arkansas at 10 a.m. seven days a week to our wow. congregation. <laughs> wow. Uh, wow. Yes, wow. sir. And again, friends, this is where the, the media is going now, the different podcasts around the country. We've been doing this now about a year and a half now. So join us, Ministers of Reconciliation. Uh, we're going to talk about young folks tonight, how to win them. And again, I want to reach out to young people tonight. If you know someone who's left the church or backslid, give us a call. I want to find out why. In fact, if you've left the church or backslid, you want to let us know why. We can discuss this. This is not a Bible study. It's not a, a preaching time. It's a time of discussion to communicate. The Bible said, come and let's reason together. So yes. we're doing here uh, an open. We're exposing ourselves to you to share with these very important topics. Pastor, so here we are. Can we run those clips about the church that I was in years and years ago? Just sure. to give us a flavor about what we're dealing with. When I was a wee lad, in fact, I was just a young, I wasn't even born yet, really. But this church I used to go to as a young boy. You can see there were many, many young folks there. This might have been about five years before I was born. Mm. And, of course, you can see there was just, there's my dad in the middle there. He was the choir director for the youth choir. Beautiful setup there. The sentence began to change, you can see, but the young people were there, and it was a real blessing. Uh, here we had two bus, three buses there, full of young folks, picking them up around the city area. Junior Sunday school, look at that, just beautiful. And that was not all of them either. We had more than that coming in from around the area. And just a beautiful situation. Uh, we were averaging right around 700 uh, Sunday school you young people and a thousand the statistics say i've got it written down here so again but today as i survey those i went to church with i can find maybe 25 or 30 of those young mm. folks that are in the church of god or even in church at all for the most part so pastor what should we do uh lifeway research did a study that 60 percent drop out of church why do young folks leave the church well, I tell you, um, young people, I believe they are hungry and searching. And I believe in many cases they are uh, they are not getting w what they need, you know, uh, because young people are hungry. Um, and I'm afraid that, uh, well, you know, they say time, all it takes is time to cool anything off, rather, you know, even us as saints. And I'm afraid that they are not getting well. Uh, what they are really hungering for in many of the uh, sanctuaries today. Wow. Uh, Pew Research also did a study, 2023, 25% of young people, 25% of young people, uh, they disagreed with their political views. Uh, mm. Many of our young folks, because of education, the media, yeah. They've gotten this, quote, unquote, woke uh, 
focus on life. If you're young, if you're listen tonight, you're a young person, chime in tonight. Let us know how you feel about these different yes. topics. We want to know yeah. how you feel tonight. Good so, time. Pastor, do you think that we can? Uh, I mean, the political views that are out today, abortion, transvestitism, things like that. How does that connect with the church? Do you think? Well, I tell you, um, there are many voices out there today. And in fact, uh, there's one truth and millions of lies, but yet God mm. promised that the truth will stamp out the lie and is, and is our job to stamp out every lie. Uh, on TikTok, I think I'm averaging about 5,000 views per week, but there was a lady did respond to me, a young lady, and she said, uh, by listening to all this media stuff, and especially on TikTok, she quit believing in God until wow. I started until I started speaking uh, on TikTok, and she said, now she have regained her faith in God again. She now believes wow. in God. So there's a lot Praise of voices Lord. out there, and um, Praise the Lord. and uh, so we just have to stick with the truth that promised to stamp out every lie, and, it, and, it's, and it's our job to. But it's it's tough out there, uh, out there in that sea. Oh yes. Uh, mm -hmm. If you're a TikTok listener. Chime in. Let me know. I've not been on it before. Let me know about it. What does it offer? Is, is, is what is your perspective on TikTok? How do you feel about it? That number is one 538 3664 To chime in tonight, you can uh, text that in one 538 3664 Pastor Barnum did a research study. Uh, their study included 15,000 people. And they said young people feel they have already learned what they need to know about the faith. They feel that uh, I, I'm good. I've got it. What attitude do you think that uh, manifests when they say, look, I know I need to know. I'm 15 years old. I got it. And I'm good. What would you say about that? I say that is a very big error to make uh, because even ministers, older ministers have made that same mistake. They thought oh, they had. You know, and we can we must never I don't care if we live to be a hundred. Uh, we must never think we have arrived that we have reached that place where there's no more to learn. I got it down packed. I mean, if we ever get like that, then we can never even be a Christian or even remain a Christian. So that is wow. error to ever reach that to even accept that thought that I have arrived and, and I got it down packed. No, no, no. We, uh, -uh. So, so that is a, a, a erroneous thought that they need to just cast out. Pastor, you know, I was a church child, church of God, baby, church of God, child. And as my mind goes back, we, we visited the D.S. Warner uh, campground area there in Michigan. And uh, we did a lot of activities. And we, we did, you know, we played sports with the Sunday school teachers, which was very, very fun. And. You know, we had a lot going on, but I can almost pinpoint the area that there was no more spiritual. Yes. The, time, the altar calls would almost make us shake. We were so fearful and we wouldn't yeah. we wouldn't say a word to an altar call. But mm -hmm. after a while, uh, it seemed that that was not there anymore. And when that was not there to keep us under control, we just kind of went on our way. So do you think that? We have to keep the power in the church to keep our young folks there, too. Yes, for sure, because uh, the church, to even have the right to be called the church, she must be, without exception, a spiritual house. 
Yeah. And many times people put pressure on the leader. They want to bring all these new ideals and new inventions in the church. And uh, and then she gets away from being a spiritual house. And of course, when she's no longer a spiritual house, she's not God habitation anymore. And then that place that's called the church actually become a habitation, you know, of, of Satan. So wow. for it to be called God's house, it is of the utmost importance that that uh, assembly uh, be a spiritual house. I mean, there's no exception. We can't come down from that. No exception. Any comments, Mr. Director? Not at the moment, no, sir. So, friends, you want to chime in? You've got about 14 minutes now. Time goes by so quick. But if you oh, have yes. been hurt, uh, church issues, if you left the church, and if you're backslidden, whatever the case might be, if you're backslidden, we're reaching out to you. Again, it's not a Bible study, not a church. We're just discussing these issues to help you to uh, to be healed to yeah. those wounds. Not been forgotten about. We're here for you. Feel free to chime in. one 866 538-3664. Our counseling line is 478-283-9093. So again, we're here to support you. We're here to help you, those who've been wounded. And God can help. After can God help those who are wounded? Man, help. He can yes, reach. He can absolutely. put joy back in your soul. <laughs> hey, not only uh, will you walk again, you'll be able to leap. <laughs> Super joy. So, amen. That's true. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Yes, sir. Uh, Pastor, another reason that, according to this Barna research, almost half of the young folks of the 15,000 that they did the study on believe that there's flaws and gaps in the teaching. The young people said that things did not connect. What's your perspective on that? They may have a good argument because we're in a day and time. I believe there's a lack of discernment and people have knowledge, but it seems like they don't have perfect knowledge. And so the ministry requires, even in every message that, you know, that we have perfect knowledge. Otherwise, there's no salvation without perfect mm -hmm. knowledge. Mm -hmm. And so, I, uh, um, you know, I'm with them on that because I'm sure in a lot of places, People have mis maybe misapprehended their callings or whatever, uh, but with, without perfect knowledge being taught, there is no salvation. So, uh, you know, I think some of the people they get knowledge and and they just run. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. So, uh, I think that goes on a lot. You know, it's a difference in just getting knowledge. You know, but we need to speak perfect knowledge. Amen. Also, Pastor. Uh, you mentioned this idea of cooling off. Do you think some of these young folks just got cooled off and mm. could not fight the devil off where they should have? Um, I think in a lot of cases, um, I think the churches have gotten off and really cooled off. And, and, and I say okay. that because, you know, if you've been around a long time, even as a pastor, it's, it's, it, it takes the grace of God to stay in the middle. It, it really takes the grace of God to stay in the middle. Because as time goes on, you know, uh, sometimes we verge to the left, compromise, or we verge to the right, fanaticism. Either way, we have gotten off. And we really have cooled off, no matter how much noise we make. So as time goes on, the longer we've been in this thing, the more dangerous it is for us. Because it's going to take the grace of God to stay in that middle point. You know, truth is like a uh, a, a sharp razor. 
and just just you can just go over so easily into error. And so I think the longer we've been around, the more dangerous it is for us. It's going to take the grace of God for us to stay balanced. That's so true. There was a doctor uh, in Detroit years ago, and he had done maybe 150 perfect surgeries. Hmm. He, was, he was doing too much work. Yeah. And his last surgery, he got a muscle spasm oh, and he cut too deep. And the person died. So I, I agree. Uh, we've got to we got to stay balanced in the Holy Ghost because yes. we, we got fanaticism on one side, right? On the other side, and it's uh, only God can keep us in the middle. Is that right? Only God can do that. And Is that that's right? True. Only God can. I mean, we can't do it on our own. It's gonna take the grace of God to keep us. Devil, we got to walk as the Bible says, humbly with the Lord thy God. But only He can keep us in the middle. And, and you know, and, and if we get proud. Of our attainments or proud in any kind of way, God, He knows the proud are far off. So it's going to take God as we walk humble with Him to keep us balanced, you know, right there in that middle where we are balanced. Pastor, do you think division has had an effect on the young people? For sure, because I mean, Jesus said, By this, y'all men know you are my disciple if you love one another. And so a Christian love. Christians. So if you divide or split from Christians, how can the world believe in you? Because Christians got to love Christians. That's our mark that we're even saved. So if Christians don't love Christians, the world cannot believe that there are Christians. So yes, division has an effect. I believe that's why, even though the Bible is a condensed book, uh, even all the miracles of Jesus cannot be uh, written in all the books in the world. So the Bible is a condensed book. And since God wrote in the Bible the most important things, he said, let there be no division. Why? Because it brings, it brings unbelief because Christians must love Christians. So if I split or make a division, I'm not a Christian. And so that caused, that definitely has a great effect. And Pastor, I've seen once a once they divide, it's hard to get back together again. That's the that's the shocking part. Once yeah. you split, it's hard to put it back. Yeah, yeah. Am I they, correct on that? Yes. In fact, they don't even visit one another anymore. Uh, for example, if they knew a saint in your church and they died, they may come to the funeral or to the wake. But but yet they won't come and fellowship you. It's like they have just cut you off. So. There is no salvation in that. There is no salvation in that because a Christian, without exception, must love Christians. That's the top priority, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we, we can speak all day on that. A Christian must love Christians. But if I split from you or make division from you, then I'm not a Christian because Christian must love Christians. That's our mark of being saved. I have to forgive. Any questions from our director? Not at the moment, no, sir. Well, friends, that's why we're here. Uh, this podcast, there's a seven of us that work together, five of us that work together. One of them passed, of course, earlier this year. It made six, but we've had oh, maybe 25 or 30 minutes. Come on. And and our focus is division, how to do better, yeah. yes. learn better, yes. learn from the past mistake, not to continue it. I heard about a situation uh, recently, uh, another division issue. And 
it's just heartbreaking. It's sad. But we want to do what we can with your help to try to mend some things back together. They can't come back together to learn better. True. And we've got to love one another. I mean, yeah. it's got to be uh, applied. So, Pastor, again, uh, someone tonight you're talking to, they've been wounded, maybe backslid. What would you tell them to do tonight? I would tell them that God, in the cool of the day, he still walks in the garden. Amen. And your heart Amen. is his garden. So work, try to put your heart in a, in a, in a place, in a position where God can come. Because he's always, God don't sleep. So he's always Amen. willing to talk. <laughs> but you need to prepare your heart, put it in a position, and he will talk to you. Ain't nothing could put you in a better position than for God to talk to you than be real next close to the son of righteousness. Amen. And that's if you, someone is backslid if to the backslider, tell him something before you go. If someone's backslid, what would you tell them? To every backslider, God says, I'm married to you. Amen. I'm still there. I still love you. In despite of what you did, in despite of the shame and all that, he said, I'm married to you. The door is open. Come back home. You come. come. Right Amen. Back yes, home. Sir. Yes, sir. And friends, Amen. tonight again, if if you want counseling, this is not a Bible study, nor a church, nor a preaching mm -hmm. time. We're just counseling to help people, help us yes. to maintain yes. forgiveness, to maintain reconciliation. Yeah. within God's church. So you can call or text us 1-866-533-664. You can contact us by our email, R-E-E-E-E-C-H-O-N-E at AOL.com. And you can connect with us. Pastor, give us your information one more time, please. How can people contact you? If they want yes, company, if they want to yeah, support yeah. the African work, what should they do? Yes, yeah. In fact, if anybody wants to support our work in Africa, we have so many starving people and um, mm. if, if, if it's only about $1 a month, my cash out number is dollar sign 870-494-5638. And if you use Zelle, it's 870-494-5638. And I want to repeat, if, 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 you, if you could only send $5 a month, we have so many starving people. Uh, it would be very much appreciated. Very good. Friends, thank you tonight for joining us in yeah. our community churches. Yes. And again, join us in reconciliation. Join us in that. Yes. We have to the reconciliation. Good to have you here tonight. To our director, thank you. To our minister, Pastor Brown, thank you tonight. Those you who signed in, Lord bless you. See you next week. Thank you for coming Amen. tonight.